From high atop the world headquarters of Southeastern Fly, this is the Southeastern Fly Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Share this one with your friends and fishing partners. Subscribe or follow so you'll be the first to know when an episode drops. If you find value in the podcast and want to give back, drop by the Southeastern Fly store and make a purchase. So what is our topic today? There are many classifications of salmon throughout the world and some have nicknames. We all know about dog salmon, chinook salmon, sockeye salmon, and king salmon. But there's also a little known salmon that's concentrated in the south and specifically in the southeastern United States. This salmon has been elusive almost to the point of extinction. Little is known about the turkey salmon. It's said that turkey salmon only eat dry flies, which is right up our alley. Most anglers who chase turkey salmon speak little of the species. There seems to be only one true resource with knowledge who will speak directly about the turkey salmon. Tavin Dillard, welcome to Southeastern Fly. Hey, David, thanks for having me on here. Excited to be here. Appreciate you having me on. I, I'm an outdoorsy kind of fella. Got into some fishing and some hunting, and what we're talking about day, today could be a little combo of both, truth be told. Well, I appreciate you coming in, and I know that uh, there are a lot of secrets and a lot of, a lot of information that's being withheld. you willing to step up and, and let us in on some of the secrets and some of the things you know? We can't thank you enough. Hey, hey that's no problem. What I know, my, my information is your information, uh, you know, because uh, I'm still learning about it, too. It's very elusive animal we're talking about today. Well, let's go ahead and get started. So as you know better than most anyone, Tavin, fly anglers are very interested to learn about these turkey salmon. Even though this species is limited, I understand they do like to eat dry flies. And that being said, and we're going to touch on flies later in this episode, but okay. what types of what types of rivers, creeks, and streams are turkey salmon normally found in? Well, that's a good question. I mean, because you got to know where you look and you don't want to be uh, in the produce section of the grocery mart, if you're looking for a ribeye, uh, you got to be in the right spot. That's just how it go. And the way I look at it, uh, the swift running water, you're going to find turkey salmon in. A little deeper, though. It ain't going to be like a, a one-foot creek, usually. Ain't going to be like that. And there are some lakes. I don't know how, but they find them ways into some lakes. Deeper water, though, swift running current, you're you liable to find turkey salmon. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, I know where some of that water is. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Here's the thing. Uh, it's going to be, you're going to be wading into them waters a little deeper than you think you should. You're going to get, I mean, when you can get in that water a little deeper, you're like, boy, I don't know about this. My foot's still touching the bottom kind of thing. And when you get in there, I'm not saying you're going to noodling. I ain't saying you sticking your hand into a muddy riverbank seeing what you pull out. The turkey salmon, you can call them just like you call a turkey, but I mean, you got to have the motion of the salmon because for whatever reason, that seemed to lure them in. Like out of weight and stuff. And then you're coming up like that and if they come out the water part of me what i do as as a hunter you know you just want to be able to grab them you just want to be able if you're in a boat in the middle of the body of water where whether it's a river or the creek maybe they may jump out that's been known to happen with other types of fish where they jump you're like oh what what just happened they they found my boat i didn't have to go catch it but if you get out there in them waders the best thing to do is you got to have a pole you got to have rod and reel you got to have some sort of bait on there and that bait can't look dead it got to look alive. They don't want to catch something that they don't have to chase kind of thing. That's just, I think that's not just true for turkey salmon, but uh, definitely true for them. So they're not, they're not lazy at all then if they'll chase something that's running. No, they ain't lazy. They ain't lazy. They got strength, you know, to swim upstream too. It's good that they chase things and we're going to get into some of that a little bit later. Okay. So some of us already know, and I've done some research and I know that Cleveland Williams and Bumadine Tables jointly hold the turkey salmon record on four pound tippet which is incredible yeah uh, to have two people holding the same record yeah 
that tells me that there are some bigger fish out there. Them records like that, you wonder if they're ever going to get broken. But, uh, you know, the only way you can do that is to be trying, you know. Right. Big fish that eat dry flies are some of the most sought after fish and fly fishing. And we understand that every fish you catch, it can't be the biggest fish in the river. So just for general understanding, mm -hmm. what's the common size turkey salmon an angler can expect to catch when pursuing this <laughs> It's mostly unheard of species? Sure. Well, you want to think it like college age, 18 to 24, but uh, in pounds. So 18, 24 pounds, uh, that's a good size turkey salmon. You might find them upwards of, of something like a cane salmon, 47 pounds, something like that, but that's going to be pretty rare. That's what you're going to expect. You can find some little ones too, but uh, a lot of the good fishing is going to land you right around 18, 24 pounds in a creek, swift running creek, a uh, river, and a little deeper water. So you think bigger bodies of waters hold those, waters hold those bigger fish? I mean, you ain't going to find it big turkey salmon in a little creek unless just something it got dropped off there somehow and you know and i did a picture i don't know if you see it here on this shirt oh, yeah but they're turkey salmon so they got longer necks you know like a fish you don't know where his neck and his shoulders start you couldn't put him in a shirt and a necktie because you don't know where to go with it but a turkey salmon he got that like neck like that away where you can get a hold of him if you see him, if he pop out the water kind of thing. So if you got your rod and reel you in good shape but if you don't all is not lost is what i'm saying you got two hands, you can get a hold of it. And it's a lot different than noodling because they come out the water. You ain't going into the muddy riverbank like Attaway. I see the long neck that you're talking about. That's a good place to grab them. Yeah, it's perfect. That's what it's for. Well, I see it. So you grab them with both hands or can you have you one-handed one? I, 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 I can one-hand them. I'm pretty confident in that. Only because I've caught regular turkeys and chickens like Attaway. So I think when I get close to a turkey salmon, I'm going to be able to catch one that way, too. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. Well, let's move on to choice of fly. Okay. Yeah. Choice of fly is important whenever you're pursuing any fish. Sure. Choice of a dry fly, that's extremely important. Bigger's better. I'm glad you said that. So, when selecting a dry fly for turkey salmon, what's the best type and the best size? Here's the thing. Dry flies is the way to go. I mean, if, you, if you're a serious fisherman, you got to get the right size. It's going to be bigger. You're going to tie that on there. Now, if for some reason you got something like a piece of white bread, you might fool a turkey salmon. Oh. And then also if you got the right call, you might you might be able to do it. The the way you tie it and all that stuff, uh, that is still eluding me the way it the the, tur the turkey salmon do. And that might be part of my problem, you know, when I've been get cornering in on the big catch. One, one might go for like a, a, I don't know, a parachute Adams. And other one might go like a thunderhead. I mean, you just don't ever, you just got to keep experimenting, I guess. Is that kind of what you're doing? You got to, you got to live and learn is the way I see it, David. So you might be out there trying one of them and you say, well, I, that worked before, but it didn't work today. And you know, that's why, that's why we keep fishing, right? You say, well, I, this worked all day, all weekend. And it's got to work the same next week. And all of a sudden, the fish change their mind or whatever. So they've got a mind of their own, right? So so much of our life is trying to get into the mind of a, of a, a fish. <laughs> Turkey salmon. Yeah, it is. They it? don't talk. I mean, they don't speak English or nothing. I spend a lot of time around fish. And they'll look at you and they'll kind of blink like, bank, bank. But uh, you got to kind of guess what they're thinking. So what do you think they're thinking? Well, it depends on what they Like, there's one I was pretty sure uh, he, he liked hot fries. And he's looking at me like, I could have ate that whole bag, but I, I lured him in on one. And, but he's done because once I catch him, I ain't giving up another hot fry. That, that's a good snack just to be on the water. Truth be told, I could be out on the water all day and not catch a fish. But if I had a good bag of snacks, 
it ain't so bad. I mean, you've got the right food out there. You know, I mean, it kind of it kind of deadens the loss a little bit of not being able to catch nothing that day. Hot fries. I'm gonna go back to that. Would hot chicken might that might work? I yeah, hot chicken might work. Thing is, if it pull apart, then you losing it once it hit the water. You know, mm-hmm. anything that kind of shred or that kind of stuff. So them hot fries, they're pretty solid. Now they do get soggy, but I mean, a fish that like hot fries, he gonna know it right away, and he ain't gonna let it get soggy. That's the way I see it. I don't. I don't want to trace straight too far from the next question, but sure. If you threw a piece of chicken to a turkey salmon, would that kind of be cannibalism? A little bit. I mean, they a little bit of fish. Uh, that's definitely chicken. We know is a bird, and we know turkey is. But a turkey salmon, it technically, you know, they live it in the water. Uh, they pretty much fish. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, not quite the same as putting a piece of bacon and trying to catch a crawdad, but you know, it's, it's similar. I'm with you now. Well, let's let's move on to the next question here. Okay. Now I kind of understand, you know, the type of fly, the dry fly, the size of the dry fly we need. Sure. And we all understand that presentation is important. There are many ways to present a dry fly, but Tavin, what what have you found to be the best way to present a dry fly? Well, what I like to do, I got a cane pole. Mm. It's pretty basic, but uh, you know, I I liable on on some of them other ones. I'll get so knotted up and I'll get tied around by, where I can't even get the line in the water. Take me. Uh, upwards hour and a half to finally get the line untangled and drop it back in the water. So I got a cane pole with just a basic, you know, maybe 30 pound test line. And I got that tied around the end of it, a double knot, pretty easy to do. And then I just put that dry fly right on the end of it. And sometimes, I, you know, there's been times where I just forget to drop the line in the water because uh, I think I've seen them, like a flock of them or whatever, and I start calling them. And I'm waiting for them just to hop out because I'm ready to just grab them like that away. And so that's an option, too. And then another thing is sometimes I forget to drop the line of water because I open a bag of hot fries and uh, they hard to put down once you start them. And then did I and same with the Mountain Dew. Like the thing is, I crack open a can of Mountain Dew. I don't want some bee to get in there, some sort of bug to crawl in there while I set it down. And so next thing I know. Uh, I got to finish my snack before I even get started. And that gets into the day a little bit too. So that's how it land me, you know, when I'm out on the water looking for these turkey salmons, if that makes sense. Absolutely. It does. Good. I had another question here that I cannot remember. Boy, it was a good one too. Uh. Oh, <laughs> them, they're, them, them are like turkey salmons. The good ones always get away. You know, that's how it is. Dave. Uh, so let me, let me move on to this question. Uh, and we touched on this a little earlier. They're not lazy fish. You said they're not lazy. No. They, they, they active fish, they strong, they, they swimming, you know, against the current and they, they like to, they like to chase stuff that's alive that they got to, they got to hunt for. We hunting for them, they hunting for their food. That's how it go. Uh-huh. Maybe skittering a dry fly might work. That wouldn't be a bad choice. That would not be a bad choice. Yeah. That gives me another uh, another arrow in my quiver. Right. Because I like skitter and dry flies. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. You think they'll eat grasshoppers? I think it's worth a shot. Yeah. Because it's the same thing. You know, if they look like they're moving, they look like they're trying to get away. Boy, that, then all of a sudden turkey salmon is like, bank, bank. That may be something I need to get after. Next thing you know, you're pulling them in. If I'm close to one, can you give me the call again? I'm not sure I can get Oh, that. sure. Yeah, happy to. So imagine you're getting close and you know, uh, you, 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 you kind of, uh, real zeroing in on maybe one or a group of them, and you just got to call them out. And then you be quiet after that and see what happened. That's what you need to do, David. If that gets their attention, then I can skitter a dry fly across there, and maybe I have a shot at getting one. That right there is probably the right combo. You're thinking right now. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to get too personal here and I don't want you to, to, to brag too much, but what's the biggest sure. one you think you've caught? I feel like I, well, here's the deal. The one I, I, I ain't, I've had them so close to where I'm reeling them in, but I ain't got them all the way in yet. So I would say I said 18 to 24 pounds normal. This one had to be 27. Wow. Okay. Had to be 27. Yep. I know. So I'm just waiting to get one out the water, you know, so I can mount it, you know, and, and uh, you know, on the wall, somewhere like that, you know, show off a little bit. Yeah, so you're, you're not much into catch and release. I do that sometimes. I don't mind a catch and release. You know, if it's a prize, big turkey salmon, you could you could do the mount on the wall, or you could, yeah, I guess you could get a fiberglass mount or something like that. Yeah. The important thing is to remember it, right? That's the thing. I mean, I guess you get a picture with it, and then you frame that and put that on the wall. Uh, but something that says, hey, you know, because right now I just, I got stories and I got a t-shirt, but that's a start. I like the t-shirt. Well, thank you. Appreciate you. Yes, yeah, comfortable. It's good. I, I can get out there and fish in it. And, and uh, I, I got all the mobility I need. It's two armholes and a neck hole. And that's what I need. So it's good. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, do you want to go ahead and wrap this thing up? Sure. Yeah. You got me so excited. I'm thinking I may try to, you know, hit hit a creek or a river tonight and see uh, see what I can find. Oh, wow. So night fishing's okay, too. That's a whole different monster, not turkey salmon fishing. Oh. But, uh, uh, you know, it's it, w when you're a sportsman like I am, uh, w when you hear the call, you just kind of respond. You know how it is. Maybe we can have you back and do a night fishing episode. I think that'd be a lot of fun, too. That sounds good to me, David. Well, that's that's a lot of information to consume here. So I'm sure our, our audience will want to go back and, and listen to it again. Thank you for giving us all that inside information there, Tavin. And thank you for coming out. I sure appreciate you having me on. I'm happy to help any way I can, you know, get the word out about the turkey salmon. <clears throat> okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll talk to you later then, Tavin. Thanks again. Will do. Call anytime. We'll see you later. All right. All right. For the audience, if you want further support Tavin and the research on turkey salmon, go to TavinDillard.com. Follow Tavin at, on TikTok and Instagram. He does have a turkey salmon t-shirt that he had on during this interview, and it's available at his online store at TavinDillard.com. Share this episode with your friends and fishing partners. You just listened to episode 52, Turkey Salmon with Tavin Dillard on Southeastern Fly. See you next time.